What's up, guys, and welcome to The Married Life. This is Joe and Chrissy. And we exist to help build stronger marriages, to create stronger families, to form stronger communities. If you do us a favor right now, whatever platform you are listening to this podcast, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us. It would help us like kind of push up the podcast and listen so more people can work on their marriages and build them uh, to build their marriage and stronger communities, right? <laughs> the goal that's that's it so uh honestly no selfish ambition because we don't get paid for this so it literally is to help our other families so when you do that it helps out other people um yeah and then also we have a conference coming up in february and it's never too early to start talking about it because there's already snow on the ground which means february and new year is right around the corner so guys start planning for valentine's day and so we have a conference here in michigan city and we'd love for you to come to that uh the link is in our uh, on our instagram bio so you can go ahead and click that register and come on out we have mike and julie signorelli from v1 church in new york city coming out we have shannon odell from down in arkansas coming out i know some of you are like well i'm not gonna come listen to some hillbilly from arkansas but <laughs> shannon odell is the man when it comes to uh, preaching on marriage and relationships him and his wife just hit it out of the park every time uh, that we've ever heard them speak they're absolutely absolutely amazing seriously like go look them up on youtube uh you will absolutely fall in love with them fantastic dude so uh but last night we saw the movie creed 2 yeah and it got chrissy and i thinking about good fights you know <laughs> and i'm sure plenty of you listeners have had good fights because it doesn't even married if you're like newly wed like if you got married yesterday you know like you've had a fight whether when you were engaged and you accidentally deleted all of the addresses um like yours truly did to everyone so chrissy struggled to send back thank you thank yous um yeah i did that so that was a good fight um but there's also those like big fights but then there's those little fights those little things that kind of like bug you on a day-to-day basis and it's like how do you deal with those you know because it's like that thing that just keeps poking and poking and poking it's like do i just like break off the finger do i cut off the finger so they don't poke me anymore it's kind of like on facebook remember they used to have the poke button they still do and people still do it and if you do that to me i'll ignore you (laughs) she's like if you poke me i'll defriend you i might good thing you don't good thing you don't do that to your husband because I poke. You do poke. Well, Physically not... and emotionally and... Sexually. Oh, my God. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Oh. oh crap. Anyways, <laughs> this is The Married Life. You're married. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so there's times that we fight with each other and different things. So today, Chrissy and I just want to talk about things that we fight about, little things that come up in marriage, because I know you have little things that come up in your marriage. And how do you deal with those little things? Do you just let them keep going? Do you talk about them? Do you ignore them? Do you cut off their finger when they keep poking you? Like, what is it? You know, mm-hmm. so uh, do you want to start with one? Yeah, what? I do. Okay, no, here it goes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> She's ready to throw <laughs> down. Care. She's inspired by Creed. Oh, gosh. No, um, I don't know. The, the couple of things that I was talking about the other day, I, they might not seem like big deals, but you have your own, you know, like Joe said, things that your spouse does over and over again and, and it just builds up. And so for... For me, I just even recently, I would say in the last, well, I wouldn't say two weeks because we were on vacation. So I thought you were going to say like the last 15 minutes. No. <laughs> in the last uh, 15 minutes, he's got under my windows or one. Oh, yeah. No, I'm over that. Um, but he, every winter, it never fails. He 
will do donuts wherever he can. Not like a donut, but you know what I mean. What's that? What would you call yeah, that? A donut in my truck. But it's not like a donut. It's not like a circle. Right. So I'm fishtailing. Whatever. Yeah. And I hate it. It could be the littlest thing, but it just gets under my skin because I know that he knows that I hate it. And especially if my kids are in the car, I hate it even more. But he'll do it. And then I don't know why. Please explain yourself. Okay. So growing up, Excuse me. I had uh, four wheelers and dirt bikes. And so for me, it's... it's, This is a car. It's a car with your family in it. Do you like it when I do donuts, Gwen? No? See, she said no. Well, when she was a child, we used to to do them in the parking lot. When she was a child, she's four. Well, when she was younger. (laughs) And she loved it. We'll try it again this year. I bet you'll like it. No, you won't. No, you won't. We're in a parking lot. She's safe. What are we going to hit? I don't know. An empty parking spot. Okay. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. So growing up, I've always, I've, I've just always done that. And now that I have a, a rear wheel drive truck, I'm like, oh, I can do this because even if I get stuck, it's no issue. But a couple weeks ago, I did it when you were with me and I literally took a mental note. Do not do this with Chrissy anymore. It's, you know what? It's kind of like that thing you think like, oh, maybe if I ease her into it. She'll begin to like it. It's just like Chrissy's just not that. No. It's my turn no. to speak. <laughs> I won't like it. And that's what I realized. And so, <laughs> so it's just, it's just kind of like when I'm in the car by myself or with some guys or whatever. Um, so I apologize for that. And I won't do it anymore with you in the car because I, I care about your safety and, and your happiness mm, okay. and, and your well-being. Yeah, okay. And, anyways. and that smile on your face, which disappears once I start to fishtail. Yeah, so anyways. But Sometimes, though, I can't help it. If I hit, like, a rough, like, you just got to go with it. Okay. Like, it's bad That's out. That's different. That is different, that is different. And I know. Okay. And I know. But here's the thing. It's been 10 years. It's been 15 years since we've been together. And Half I, our life. I literally, it's like... Yeah, you, you gotta it's say like it the like mom Chris. Tone. You gotta say it like Chris on Parks and Rec. I literally, <laughs> I literally, it's like I have to like, and I hate doing it, but because for the most part I'm like easygoing. I'm I I'm not very I'm not I don't think I'm naggy. Maybe I am. I don't know, but I have to like get in the mom voice, and I'm like listen, and then you finally got it. I guess I don't know. Yeah, you know I get it, but you know. It's it's just it's just that, I'll forget. No, it's not that. Like that's Gwen's excuse every time we correct her. I forgot. I guess that is her and I are more alike than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess for me, it is, it's more like you just you just you got a truck, you know, and it's just something you got to do. But I just got to remember, yeah. I can do it when I'm alone, yeah. you know, yeah. or with other people besides my wife. Okay. So anyway, so uh, donuts are something that irritate my wife. See, some of you are like, that's the stupidest thing that I've ever heard because it's not a big deal to you. Because some of you women out there are some hillbillies like Woo! me and you love her like, yeah, give me a truck. <laughs> And you sound like you have a deep voice like a man. Come see Shannon O'Dell at her. Uh... You'll love him. You'll love him. <laughs> He's from America. You'll love him. Uh, something for me that uh, is an irritation. What do you think it is? Laundry. Yes. That's it. That is like my number one. Uh, is that I hate 
wrinkly shirts. Like even if I see someone else with a wrinkly shirt, I'm like, why didn't you iron that? <laughs> like, I all of a sudden get judgmental. Like I own a laundry business or something. Um, but my wife obviously takes care of our two chitlins at home. Um, and so sometimes it can get like the laundry gets piled up and piled up and piled up. And so then I'm looking for a shirt that I want to wear and it's just like wrinkled to death, you know? And I'm like, is this like garbage? Cause I thought I just bought this last week. And and so I would try to get Chrissy to do the laundry as soon as it's done or iron my shirt. And neither of those things have happened. And all the moms said, <laughs> yeah, right. So for me, what I've done is I've just realized, okay, I'm not going to, because I used to, we used to get like an annoying fights and I get mad at her in my head. I'm like this selfish woman, she's taking care of these kids. She's taking care of herself. She's taking care of other women, but she won't take care of her husband. That brings home the kale. I wanted to say bacon, but we don't really do a lot of bacon. I haven't done kale in a while. I know. Anyways. Um, so I just realized that, you know what? It really isn't that hard for me to actually just, <laughs> Chrissy will hang up my shirts very wrinkled, by the way. Um, so I'll pull them down and I'll just iron them when I'm going to wear them, you know? And so when I'm literally getting ready for work, I'll plug in the iron, take a shower. By the time I get out, the iron's hot and I'll iron my shirt. And it's really not that big of a deal. And I've just learned like, okay, I'm not going to cause a fight and I'm not going to get bitter or mad at her inside my mind because of something I want. Because that's really what it comes down to. Right. It's just a selfish desire that I have. And obviously, I know Chrissy wants to serve me. Whenever she can, she does try to do the laundry on time and wrinkle-free and everything pressed. Like, you know, she tries to. But I'll tell you what. A couple weeks ago, we went to Florida. And she left ahead of me. And she left me with two children. (laughs) And I thought I was a good father until my wife left. And I realized I do not have this together. And we put our house on Airbnb while we were gone. And so I'm going through the house trying to clean it. And I have these two little children that are going from room to room to room, making messes as I've just cleaned the room behind me. And it kind of hit me like, I get it now. I get why she doesn't get anything done. Because you get stuff done, they just undo it. Exactly. It's it. It's impossible. I'm like, I can't be mad at her about things that I want because these two little Tasmanian devils are destroying our household. (laughs) I'm talking about you, kid. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, it is. It's just like, okay, I'm not going to worry about the ironing because that's something that can become a something small right? In your mind, in your heart that builds and builds and builds. And all of a sudden you blow up on your wife because she doesn't iron your shirt. Uh-huh. And it's like, really, we're going to fight because your shirt's a little wrinkled, Hoss? Like, here, like, <laughs> plug in the iron and learn how to do it. Grow up. Put on your big boy pants and iron your own shirt. So I just preached to myself. Go for it. Yeah, I did. No, I'm done. Oh, okay. I got it. That was altar call, too. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, what else, Bug? What else do we, uh, do you want to pick a fight about? Well, I me? think the general, I think the general um, thing is miscommunication, honestly. But I the, don't get it. But the other day, so our church, or well, our town does this like parade that they do like every Thanksgiving and it's called the Twilight Parade and it's really cute and everything like that. And so what we do as a church is um, we kind of go above and beyond and we want to like serve our community and everything like that. And so we're a part of this thing and my kids like to walk in it and be a part of it and whatever. And so we went 
And we were in it, and Joe and I went together as a family. I was wondering what you were talking about. I was like, what did I do? I remember. Uh-huh. And so we've got two kids. Uh, they're both, you know, I mean, Vivi's chunky. She's, you know, heavy. She's 19 months old, and she weighs 20, 26 pounds. Yeah, 26 pounds. And then Gwen is four years old. She was and like weighs, 45. Yeah. And, and then so, Kara is 21 okay. years old. <laughs> okay. And so we brought the wagon and we're walking and we're walking and we're walking and we're walking and you know it's like a big float and we're walking around and all of a sudden I'm like where is Joe at like where did he go and I'm holding Vivi and I'm like she is getting so heavy and of course she doesn't want to let anybody else hold her and I'm like where did he go with that stupid wagon and I have to walk like a mile in this slow parade and I can't put her down. And I was so mad. And I, I didn't have my phone on me. And I told him that when we left the car. I said, Joe, I don't have my phone on me. And so I finally had Kara, our oldest daughter. I was like, call your dad and ask him where he is. And he was just like, oh, I'm by the car, blah, blah, blah. I was so mad. And I told him. And I didn't care who was around. Oh, because Damien was around and you kind of were just like, I'm so mad at you. I said, I am so mad at you. But, and I was, I was so mad because she was so heavy and I wasn't able to like enjoy it anymore at that point. And so, but I told him, here's the thing. Like I had to tell him I wasn't disrespectful. I didn't like throw him under the bus. I didn't call him names. But I verbalized. I said, listen, she is heavy. We brought the wagon for a reason. And I wasn't able to enjoy it. And, I mean, Vivi was fine. She enjoyed it, I guess. But I'm like, where did you go? But then that was it. Like, I verbalized it. I said it. He apologized. And then I got over it. But I had to communicate it. I had to. Yep. (laughs) Because if I didn't, then it would have just built up. And I would have been really bad. And then the next time he would have known, you know. Yep. And you did a really good job communicating it too, because I, I actually totally forgot what it was. Because you didn't you didn't blow up. It wasn't this big ordeal, you know? Because again, sometimes people make it this huge thing. But like, I was really mad. She was. It was all over her face. <laughs> but I think she was also like, okay, I'm going to let it go because we're about to go watch Notre Dame. Oh, gosh. Have an undefeated season okay. and get into the playoffs. So there was like this joy that was spewing it out was. of her. It was. I couldn't, I couldn't you cover the joy. It. Yeah. That was it. Um, and, and it was. And it was, you know. My fault, just because I I took Gwen somewhere and uh, yep, I took you to Nani's and because uh, Gwen wasn't feeling good and she was sick and tired and uh, so I took her there and uh, I abandoned Chrissy with the wagon instead of giving no, Chrissy the wagon. the wagon. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so it was it was my fault, you know. But again, the way that you communicate it was great, and I think that's the thing. Like women, when you, like it's okay to get mad. Yeah, you know, like you live. There it is. That's my daughter. Um, you live with a sinner. You know what I mean? Like a black-hearted sinner. Like you don't live with Jesus. Right. You live with a man who doesn't have it all together, who definitely doesn't have it all together. Listen, women, you have it so much more together than he ever will. <laughs> than he ever will. Like this is coming from a dude who thinks he has something together. Then I look at my wife, I'm like, I'm falling apart. You know, like there ain't nothing here. Um, and so just understand that, like, when you communicate, man, he, he doesn't know what he's doing, you know? He's kind of a moron. Like, we're all kind of, <laughs> we're, we're just, you know, we, we're just, uh, 
we're just not all there, you know? Obviously, because, you know, Adam, when he was formed, like, or created, or Eve was created out of Adam from a rib. So we're missing a part of us, you know what I mean? Like, that's why you're, like Chrissy taught last week, like, our helper. You know what that means? Like, we need a helper. And I just got to help you have the phone so you can be like, where's the wagon? I could have jetted over to you. Um, But it is. Just when you talk to your husband, let him know. Like Chrissy said, you can let him know I'm upset. This is why, but you don't have to nag him. You don't have to beat him down. And I think because you're so good at communicating that way, it doesn't turn into this big blow up of, well, this time and this time and this time and this time, which a lot of women will do. And I used to do that. I remember I have a very good memory (laughs) and a lot of women do. And you can rattle off all the things in five seconds that he did wrong or that he, or you're just bringing stuff up over again. And yeah, I used to be that person. I call that a machine gun wife. For real. And, and nobody wants it. And like for me and Joe, like, I don't know if he was forgetful or forgiving or both. both. <laughs> but when I used to do that, I could just see it all over his face. Like his brain waves could not catch up with my mouth. And he was just. Do not compare. <laughs> But like, I knew that he had no idea what I was saying or even remembered anything. I I like how I look so dumb that (laughs) you can see it all over my face. No, no, no. I did do that, huh? No, that's not what I meant. I'm just like, you just didn't think about it. Like you were over and done and I was just festering it in my heart. And so any chance I could get, I would just bring it all up. And I think that's a condition of my heart. And I had to go through the process of healing and forgiveness and uh, restoration in that part of our lives. And I think that we've talked about that before. Um, In one of our podcasts, I don't remember, if not, we'll talk about it again. But you know, we had a really hard relationship before. And if we wanted to make it work, we had to be very open and transparent with each other and go through that healing process and restoration with each other. He committed to it. I committed to it. If I needed anything, if I needed a little extra something, if I needed to know a little bit more about something, it might have seemed like nagging at the time, but honestly, it was building trust and it was healing. Mm -hmm. And now it's not always like that. Like at, At one point, because of cheating and all that kind of stuff, I needed to know where he was, who he was talking to, blah, 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 blah. He needed to be an open book to me because I needed him to build trust. But now it's not like that anymore. I don't need to see his phone. I don't need I don't need any of that anymore because there's been healing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that if you are there where it's like, I can't let this go or I can't do that or whatever, you need so much communication and transparency with your spouse and your spouse needs to commit to it. If you want to get past this thing in your relationship, you have to be open and transparent about yep. it. See somebody, I mean, you do counseling a little bit. If it's hard to talk about it, just bring in a third party of somebody that you trust, a counselor or a pastor, until you can get past it. But it's really important. Yeah, the other day we were talking to somebody at church, and they kind of brought that up. They were just saying how, like, man, there's so many things I need to work on. And like Chrissy says, she's like, just start with one. Just start with one thing. And so if you know that there's something that you're always arguing or have in your heart towards your spouse, just start with that one thing and just talk to them about it. You know, um, you know, we've talked about this before. Like when you're having that conversation, it's not, um, how, how it, the way the phrase it is when you blank, 
I feel blank, you know, because just to point that, just to understand this, this is just, it's a true feeling because as a husband, it's easy to be like, well, no, you shouldn't feel that way. Cause that's not how I meant it. But it, it doesn't matter how you meant it. It matters how they feel. It's just like if I'm backing out of my driveway in my truck and I ran over Chrissy's toe, oh God, that was an accident. And she's jumping around and it hurts. And she's like, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. I'm like, well, it shouldn't hurt because it was an accident. Right. Like that's, that's not how it works. Like she's expressing her feelings. So we have to change the way that we're responding, the way that we're acting, the way that we're treating, talking, whatever it is. And it's just one thing at a time because listen, ladies, like again, are like we can't handle a lot of stuff you know us guys so don't give us a book of like you need to change this 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 like let's do one at a time you know maybe maybe one every six months you know like because again like we get a little overwhelmed um with things and so you want to make sure that you're communicating but not expecting your dude to do a 360 well i guess it would be a 360 because be going the same direction a 180 <laughs> you don't want to expect him to do that and change every single thing about him because there's things about him that you love you need to express that too what do you love about him um and just to wrap this up uh i guess the the thing for me that also that we fight we don't fight about but in my mind i'm always thinking about is (laughs) is sex um because for a dude and i know all the guys out there you are trying to have sex more with your wife than your wife is with you and so uh, it was a couple weeks ago when i was talking about it and chrissy and i do this marriage checkup that we do really when we go on dates it's like hey what are three things i'm doing good what can i do better you know blah blah blah. and we just we just have conversations and mine probably is always like the sex answer like you could put out i was like if i try to have sex with you three times a week then you just try to have sex with me like two times a week you know and she's like so we're having sex five times a week I'm like sure like that's a great suggestion Grizzy um, and and that's something that like in my mind I'm like why isn't she pursuing 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 um, and so you can get angry about it and bitter about it thinking that well my wife should be wanting to have sex with me as much as I want to have sex with her but they are so much different because I can wake up in the morning and I'm ready to go you know what I mean like I could just leave the gym like yep you know like I could I could just eat a bowl of pasta and be bloated as could be ready to like puke out my guts and if she walks by and she winks at me I'm ready. You know what I mean? Like, like for dudes, it's just so different. But for a woman, for a wife, she really has to be pursued. And so for me, what I've learned to do is that I'm going to start pursuing my wife instead of pursuing my wants. And when I pursue my wife instead of pursuing my wants, I'm going to eventually get my wants, which is sex. You know what I'm saying, guys? So for you out there who's thinking, like, my wife doesn't put out, my wife doesn't put out, like, listen. It's not about you. Stop being selfish. You know what you sound like, and this is just me, what I sound like? I sound like my daughters. I sound like selfish children. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Like, like my wife's body is mine. Like, I should have it whenever I want. You know, like I see it all the time with my girls. Like, when, they, when one of them has a toy and the other one wants it, they just start whining and crying. Oh, it's mine, it's mine, mine. You know, and just throwing a fit. I'm like, that's me. That's... That's this guy. They learned that from me, you know, like, cause that's how I, I can respond to Chrissy. So instead of me wanting, 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 instead I'm pursuing, pursuing, pursuing. And when we pursue, we are going to like shed off that selfishness and our own selfish desire. And we're going to serve them. And I'm telling you what, husbands, nothing's going to turn your wife on more than you serving her. 
Like serve your wife. Like in the morning, if it's as simple as making coffee, if it's making breakfast, taking out the garbage, taking the kids away so she can have 10 minutes to herself. Um, last week, I had uh, a girl from our church, Kelly, uh, come in and give Chrissy a massage and I just took the girls away so she could just have some time because Chrissy was just saying like, be like study your wife like a book. Chrissy was just saying that her back was sore, that she was just really tense, all this. I'm like, oh, I got an idea. And like Chrissy asked me for massages and I am like, I get in there and it's like, I don't have hands. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, it's like, I'm just like rubbing, you know, she's like, oh, that feels good. And then I'm like, what I just do, you know, like, and I forget, I'm like, was it this? She's like, no, I'm like, was it this? She's like, no, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, Kelly, can you come over? You know, like, um, so I still, I give my wife a massage, but whenever I can, I'm like, I'm going to bring someone in and do it professionally. You know, I'm going to study my wife. And here's the thing. After I brought Kelly in that night, I was not expecting sex. I was just trying to serve my wife. I didn't think we had sex that night. I was just trying to serve my wife and just hear her and study her and pursue her instead of my desires. So as we wrap this up, definitely don't let these things get in your mind and fester thinking like, I deserve this, I want this, um, they're not listening, whatever it is. Like you need to over communicate and get the focus off of yourself. Because a lot of times the reason that we have fights is because we are so self-centered and focused on ourselves instead of them. Maybe something's going on in their life that the reason that they're not communicating, the reason that there's uh, something going on, the reason that they're not having sex, the reason that whatever it is, you know, like to have those conversations to know what's really going on in your spouse's heart. It's good. You want to say anything before we close? No, I just want to reiterate just the communication and the expectations and how they just change as we get older. And it's if you can get the communication down, I think that it solves, you know, 90% of the problems, so. Yep. Um, I'd say finishing this after just seeing Creed, the goal is not to think that you're getting in the ring against a different opponent when you're, you know, in a fight, but the person that you might be arguing with right now is the person in your corner, you know? Just like Rocky was in Creed's corner, you know? Like they were helping each other, spurring each other on, not trying to tear each other down because your spouse is not your opponent. Mm -hmm. They are your helper. They are there for you to make you better. And so just remember your spouse is there to make you better. Yep. That's it. <laughs> it's so good to be back with you. We've been apart for like three weeks on this podcast. On the podcast, but not in person. So in case you're like, oh wow, they're struggling in marriage. No, we've been together. Chrissy just had her own podcast and I had mine. And now we're together. Forever. Right. Yeah. But this is Joe. This is Chrissy. We love you guys. See you next week.